This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks talks about a mental health priority. The financial systems modernization at DHS comes under GAO scrutiny. And the IRS is looking for volunteers to advise the agency. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Defense officials say some military service members who refuse COVID-19 vaccines could still face discipline, even though the vaccine mandate has been rescinded. DOD's top personnel official told Congress yesterday the military services are reviewing each case, partly because some of the troops involved may have committed other misconduct. Department statistics show 8,400 military members were discharged for failing to follow a lawful order after they declined the vaccine. Congress ordered DOD to rescind the vaccine mandate as part of this year's defense authorization bill. Congressional auditors are raising red flags about the Department of Homeland Security's ongoing financial systems modernization. The Government Accountability Office says the Coast Guard needs a remediation plan for the troubled rollout of its new financial management system. And GAO warns similar efforts at other DHS components will face problems if they do not rectify their issues. Homeland Security officials have agreed to address GAO's latest recommendations. Health is health and mental health is part of health. That's the message Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks says every service member should know. In a push to expand mental health services, the Defense Health Agency added close to 60,000 mental health appointments through the telehealth system last year. Speaking at Georgetown University on Tuesday about the state of the all-volunteer military, Hicks also said DOD has hired thousands of prevention workers to counter sexual assault, sexual harassment, and self-harm issues. The National Treasury Employees Union urges major legislative changes for the federal workforce. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. NTEU is pushing for an 8.7 percent pay raise, expanded paid leave and maximum telework policies for federal employees. But the road ahead in Congress may be challenging, according to NTEU National President Tony Reardon. We have a bit of a hostile leadership in the House. They've already gone after IRS funding and federal telework programs. Despite predicting some challenges, NTEU leaders say they intend to work with all members of Congress to advocate for the union's legislative priorities. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board says it's making continuous improvements. After a difficult record-keeping update for the thrift savings plan last summer, the board is, for instance, making more historical information available in the My Account section as well as encouraging participants to use more self-service options. The TSP's Customer Service Center has also maintained above an 85% satisfaction rating for several months. The board says it's taking additional steps, such as creating a new voicemail inbox and staffing up support teams to try to solve individual TSP participant issues more quickly. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. The National Archives has a plan to eliminate the veterans' records backlog. 
Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Archives and Records Administration says it will finish processing a backlog of overdue veterans' records requests by this December. In a new report, NARA says the backlog has already been reduced by about one-third from its peak of 600,000 cases last March. The backlog stems from staffing limits due to the pandemic at the National Personnel Records Center in St. Louis, Missouri. It's kept many veterans from getting the service records they need to access federal benefits. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Postal Service has committed more than a billion dollars for a mostly electric next-generation fleet. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. USPS is awarding contracts to purchase more than 9,200 commercially available electric vehicles and install EV charging stations across the country. The agency is also buying 9,200 gas-powered vehicles to replace its current fleet of aging delivery trucks as soon as possible. USPS is spending more than a billion dollars on the commercial vehicles and $260 million on the charging stations. USPS also plans to buy 66,000 custom delivery vehicles from Oshkosh Defense. At least 75% of those will be electric. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Do you have any ideas on how to improve the IRS? The agency wants to hear them. The IRS is looking for volunteers to serve on its taxpayer advocacy panel. The panel makes recommendations to the IRS and Treasury Department on ways to improve IRS service and customer satisfaction. The IRS is looking for applicants who can commit up to 300 hours of their time during the year. The panel includes members from all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. The White House takes a step to strengthen DOD's supply chain resiliency. President Joe Biden signed a waiver Tuesday, allowing use of the Defense Production Act for several critical supply chains. One priority, government-owned industrial facilities that produce munitions used by DOD. The facilities need to be modernized to increase capacity and maintain overhaul and repair weapon systems and equipment. The waiver identifies other critical supply chains, including electronics, minerals and materials, and power and energy storage. The authority authorizes DOD investment in strategic areas like workforce development. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, March 1st, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 